Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is We The Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Thursday, June 23, 2022. Dear friends, I'd really like to avoid continuing to bring you news of an Italy in trouble. After the pandemic and then the increases in energy costs and then the war in Ukraine and then the ever high inflation, we all deserve and need a break. Instead, now in Italy we also have a big drought, which is creating so many problems and frightening many Italians. It almost seems that this period of great difficulty is destined never to end, also because things with Covid remain stable, the contagions continue, although hospitals are not in trouble and by now Italians are learning to live with the virus, that's what I see. Half of North Italy's agricultural output is at risk and water use is already limited to essential purposes in scores of towns. The volume of the longest Italian river, Po, is 72% lower than it should be. The problem regards the source of the water because there is no snow in the mountains to melt and feed the river. Some areas <coughs> have not had any rain for over 110 days, after one of the driest winters in the decades. Lake Como's levels dropped more than 6 inches in only 72 hours. But coming down from north to center Italy, the drought alert has spread from the Po Valley to central rivers like the Arno, the Aniene and the Tiber, which have half the water they normally do at this time of the year. The lack of water for irrigation threatens 50% of northern Italy's agricultural production. Milk production is dropping up to 10% too. Italy's fish and seafood farming sector is also in danger due to higher water temperatures and less rain increasing salinity. All of these raises food costs by 30 to 40 percent and causes a general decrease in the availability of agribusiness products by 20 to 30 percent compared to previous years. Agriculture in Italy consumes 55 percent of the water withdrawn. Drought in Italy is so intense that a 160 foot long Second World War shipwreck has emerged from the Po in Emilia Romagna. <coughs> Another problem caused by the drought is that fires have tripled in 2022 so far compared with the average of past years. The spring that just ended was the sixth warmest ever. Italian regions are about to declare a state of calamity over drought with the, while the Italian government will be probably forced to declare another state of emergency, this time because of the drought and not of the virus. The top four most distressed regions are Lombardy, Piedmont, Emilia Romagna and Umbria, but right behind are Veneto and Lazio. Italy has been underestimating the problem of water supply for years. Out of the recovery plan's 200 billion investment, the water infrastructures have only between 1 and 2% of the total. It is a paradox that we are now in trouble because we are the most water-rich country in Europe. On average, 302 billion cubic meters of water rain down on Italy per year, more than in Britain or France. We have uh, 1,053 large mountains aquifers, 7,494 streams with 1,242 torrential rivers, plus 347 lakes and 526 dams. The problem is that we store less water than we did in the 70s. 50 years ago we could store 9 billion cubic meters more, today we lose 42% of the water we could hold, while water loss in France is 20% and in Germany just 8%. This happens because 60% of Italy's infrastructure is old and in the last two decades we have invested less than half the European average. But politics and bureaucracy are not the only ones to blame. 11 years ago, Italian, Italians voted on a referendum that wanted water infrastructure management to remain 100% public. 
The proponents convinced the majority of Italians that 100% public management would be better than introducing the principle of meritocracy and profit by bringing in, in private companies as well. <coughs> and the recurring hatred of profit that many Italians have, obviously apart from their own profit, led them to vote to keep this fundamental issue 100% public. This disaster is the result. And unfortunately, I have to talk about problems again because Russia has started to cut off gas supplies to Italy and is threatening to cut all them off altogether. As I've already told you, Italy has long signed agreements with several countries to increase their, their supplies, anticipating something similar. <coughs> In addition, Italian energy company Eni has joined Qatar Energy's $28.75 billion project that will expand production at the world's biggest natural gas field. There is no shortage of problems, though, because gas storage uh, which are essential for the winter, are being filled more slowly than expected because the price of gas has risen so much, precisely because of Russia's behavior. On this, the head of the Italian government, Draghi, has been insisting for a long time that Europe set a top limit on the price of gas, and it seems that in today's European Council, where the heads of government of all European Union countries will meet, it will be possible to approve this decision, which would help a lot. In any case, the Italian government yesterday approved a decree that provides economic and fiscal aid for companies that are specifically involved in storing gas in the run-up to the fall, so as to speed up the filling of deposits and arrive prepared for when it gets cold and it will be necessary to turn on the heaters with that gas. According to a survey of thousands of citizens from the 27 EU member states, Italians fear the effects of the war against Ukraine on their pockets but give full support to Europe and are convinced that it is good to be part of it. 55% of Italian respondents say that defending freedom and democracy must be a priority, even if it causes rising costs and prices and brings other social difficulties. Russia is viewed positively by just 10% of respondents. Nearly two-thirds, 65% of respondents, view EU membership favorably. This is the highest result since 200, 2007, when the figure was 58%. 49% of Italians responded that they have a positive view of EU membership, up 5 points from 2021, compared to 10% who gave a negative response. Most perceive the war in Ukraine as a fundamental change. 50% of Italians are unsure whether their lives will continue as before. With inflation and the cost of living rising long before the Russian war in Ukraine began, 33% of Italians say that they are already experiencing an impact on their standard of living. Now, I left the best for the end, <laughs> four good news stories about Italy that help us digest the not-so-good ones from before. The first is that the first housing modules of a future base on the moon could be made in Italy. In fact, the Italian Space Agency and NASA have signed a bilateral cooperation agreement to carry out a preliminary study dedicated to the development design of the housing capabilities of lunar surface multipurpose habitation modules. It is a recognition of Italy's long experience in the field of habitation modules for space. Italy was among the first countries to produce pressurized modules and we have become a leader in low orbit. In fact, I don't know if you need, know this, 50% of the space station modules and nodes are built in Italy. The second news is about an innovative tool capable of stopping the circulation in the air, not just of the original strain of the COVID-19 virus, but also of its variants, and therefore particularly effective in closed environments such as schools, hospitals, offices, elevators, and transportation. It is called E4 Shield, and it takes advantage of a unique technology designed by a leading Italian company in the field of electronic defense. E4 Shield is a small 
device that is based on electromagnetic resonance technology and will be available in two versions one that can be installed on the wall and one that is wearable it works on a very simple principle that is electromagnetic waves and it is not harmful to health the third good news is that in 2021 Italy confirmed its positive trend as a destination for investment initiatives by foreign companies with an annual growth of 83%, a figure higher than that recorded in all or other European countries. Italy climbs positions in terms of attracting foreign investment, ranking in 2021 for the first time in a long time among the top 10 European countries by number of foreign direct investment projects. According to respondents, this result is due to the recognition of our technical know-how and quality of human capital present in our country. Attracting the most foreign investment in Italy in 2021 were the software and IT services sector, transportation and logistics, and B2B services. On the rise compared to 2021, especially investments in agribusiness and consumer goods, plus 214%, and machinery and equipment, plus 233%. The first country from which investments in Italy come from are the United States with 28% of the annual total. As for the distribution of resources across the country, there is a prevailing share in the Northwest Italy 54% and the Northeast 21%, while Central Italy is at 15%. There is positive growth in investments allocated to the South from 4% to 10%, although there still remains a substantial gap with the rest of the country. Last but not least, Italian producers of olive oil are once again the most awarded in the most important world competition. Despite a challenging season, Italian producers earned 158 gold and silver awards. 49 Italian extra virgin oil, olive oil regions have received, received the protected destination of origin or protected geographical indication status from the European Union. Besides, Italy is one of the world's leading producers of organic oil, olive oil too. Of the 128 gold awards and 30 silver awards earned by Italian producers, 68 organi uh, organic olive oils were awarded, more than in any other country. Overall, Italy is the second largest exporter of organic goods after the United States. It's all for now, it's all for today. My name is Umberto Mucci and this, with, with this was With Italia News. I'll see you next Thursday. Thank you very much for listening or watching. Please stay safe. Ciao from Rome.